Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. To Pop Opinions. Episode. Episode 178. It's almost 180. <laughs> and 7 and 8 are consecutive numbers. So, how's it going, Jack? I'm doing good. Um... Not much to report on outside of, uh, you know, baseball, pitchers and catchers. People are people are throwing, they're catching, they're batting. Now, at least I have a better understanding of when football's over. Like I do. I get it a little bit more now of how come you two are so sad at this time of year. Just got to grasp onto something. Yeah. But, you know, it just like I get it now. So it's good. Because you, you miss it? No. I did a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Again, a little. August is going to roll around. Taylor might be at training camp. Stop. No, she's on tour in April. In August. All of August? Most of August. And then she's done September, October. Then she's got her shows here in Toronto. And then she's got her shows in Vancouver. And then that's a wrap, I think. You never know what she's got up her sleeve. That looks like you were just you're just waving at me. Up the sleeve. How are you doing, Case? Um, I'm okay. I'm still in so much pain with my shoulder. Uh, the problem is sleeping. I cannot get comfortable. It doesn't matter which way I sleep. It hurts all the time. I don't know. Like I just want to. I'm like, let's wrap it up. Like let's the injury. Yeah, like let's. I was just. I'm over it now. I'm done. You know, like everything is okay. So this is the thing. My best friend Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Um, she's one of our listeners. She broke her ankle like six months ago or something. I think it was like October, November, and she was like kind of relieved because she's like I'm actually glad it isn't anything with my like arm and I was like you're crazy like you can't walk like it's whatever and now that I have the shoulder thing I couldn't agree more because when I had I had tore my MCL like whatever a long time ago um but if I was like laying down like I was fine like it didn't hurt this hurts all the time and you, you don't even realize how much you need your shoulder. I can't wash my hair. My, washing my hair is crazy. Getting dressed. Everything is. Like you just, you really, I just promise, I promise whoever's listening, I will appreciate every movement my body makes once this injury is done. And I will treat my body like a temple. It is. Because this sucks. Um, other than that, fine. Nice long weekend. We did pretty much nothing. A lot of nothing. Like really a lot of nothing. Um, which was good. Like, I mean, there wasn't much to do for me. I can't do much. And then there wasn't just not much to do. So uh, we did have a games night, which was fun. We've got a new game, Piles, that we all love. Very fun game. It's fun. We really like it. it's fast and it's like it's kind of you're just doing your own thing and it's really fast and then it's kind of chaotic and so it was good. We like that one and pick your poison, right? Which was the it's kind of a would you rather. So those can get interesting too. So that was fun. And now on to what, what are we we're watching? watching. 
Uh, mine ties in. I'll do one of mine first. Uh, the Navali. So um, Alexi Navali. Um, I mean, if you don't know, that's fine. I'm living under a rock. But he um, he was he was going up against uh, Putin for the last. I don't know, six, seven, I don't know, long time. He's been the only person kind of brave enough to stand up for the people and like try and get more of a democratic government there. Um, so he was poisoned in 2019, I believe. Yeah, 2019. Anyways, he had a documentary crew with him uh, for quite, I think, a year or so. And so. Um, he unfortunately has passed away on the 16th of February. Yeah, there it's, it's dodgy. He was in prison. It's pretty dodgy. I'm sure he was murdered. And, um, so anyway, on the weekend, I watched that documentary, Navalny, and he was a really brave man and it was really sad, but really well done documentary. Yeah. So that's, that's all I, I don't know. I feel like I've watched... Like, what did I do all weekend? I don't even know. Because I was, like, here. I must have watched. Like, I watched my podcast movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, we finished Jack Ryan. Which is great. I love Jack Ryan. Is it, like, done, done? Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, wrapped up. I could see them bringing it, but like, a spinoff, though. I could see. I can see that. Because it's just a really well done show like i really like it i you know me though i love spice shit and john krasinski i love john krasinski i love spy stuff because i could never be it um but i wish i could like i wish i was cool enough like cool calm collected human that i could be a spy i just think it's the coolest job ever like i just yeah so and i'm very drawn to that stuff so jack ryan and then you and i watched players on monday yeah players uh new netflix was it netflix netflix uh rom-com but it really it should be a calm rom like it was funnier and then the romance was kind of just there it was it was a really funny movie and an interesting concept because it's all of these friends since college that have these like plays like it's a sports team yeah well because she's a sports writer which i have to say i know it's an appeal to guys but i kind of feel like the the girl is the sports writer kind of i don't want to say cliche but like that trope yeah might be a little overused right right because or like if you're they're just, a sports fan it should be more natural like yeah but you're trying to make her like she's one of the guys like you're trying to like get everyone there without you know like she's just she's just a dude she's like she's one of the boys you know she's hanging and they have all these like the code words it's basically like running an nfl offense where it's like all right let's do the fijian shuffle or like they have these names which was cool and like you said if they did like almost like a prequel yeah it'd be pretty cool i don't know if you said that but i just thought of no that now. I, I did because i was saying like i really liked the movie i thought it was really well written first of all it was funny it was good it was cute love it if you like a rom-com or com rom whatever i think you should check it out it's really well done i thought like it was entertaining um but i they didn't show us enough like of the plays like in the opening credit scene they're talking but there's no um but they're it's just like showing, animation yeah so they're so i wasn't really paying attention to what those were so if you do watch it pay attention to that because they're they're telling you what the, all the plays are so we only see them really do one or two like one in the very first scene and then another one like right to try and get the guy but 
it's just cute like their friend group's really cute and um i mean it's predictable but like what rom-com isn't so like don't be a hater on rom-coms you liked it though yeah no i thought it was it was good i just again it's one of those like couldn't this have just been a funny movie and like did it need that romantic aspect because i think it could have survived just on the comedy alone yeah no it could have but like what's the like she still goes after the one guy right like the one yeah like what the so it still has it's gonna have romance yeah one way or another yeah I guess. you're gonna you have to have something like what a that's the whole point is that they have these plays to get laid <laughs> um yeah but there's like a group of four of them and they right well they kind of recruit they recruit someone else so it's like five really but which who i loved who they recruited she was great i really liked it i was saying to jack so i've seen three rom-coms now like in the last week so anyone but you players and upgraded and i was like they were all to me like pretty good rom-coms like i'm like hopeful that maybe we're getting some good rom-coms back the renaissance yeah like i feel like we kind of went through a lull like we had the you know the great you know 10 how to lose a guy in 10 days like that kind of era of rom-coms and then i feel like we've kind of dipped away from it and now it's like maybe we're coming back what else are you watching uh still watching ozark yes with uh with the f-dub she's um she restarted grays yeah so i'm like half watching yeah yeah but it's also like show is pretty pretty morbid so like it's kind of yeah it's really well done though those first few seasons are really really good so like we just have this like not deal but just like she's watching it and then i'm playing video games and then kind of like chiming in because i did watch the first like i would say like three three seasons and i was kind of like eh like, yeah, I'm kind of over this. And well, then it's there like was a recipe that you're just like, all right. And then there's like 10 more seasons and plane crash, train crash, dying. Car. Yeah. Yeah. Bus. I'm surprised. And then like the part that I'd actually be interested to go back and see what they did like during COVID time, because that's like a pretty like eventually that'll be just like a social experiment. Yeah. Like not social experiment, but like to go back and look at what it was like. Yeah. I know I came downstairs to do laundry and you guys were so cute. You were like on the couch and you were playing video games and she's in the chair watching TV. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are so cute. Like it was just cute because like the way you have it set up now, I think is more functional. Yeah. Uh, and then we watched a few episodes of Parks and Rec. Yes. Season season two. Yeah. Where we got just right off the bat. It's, it's pretty shocking for a show that had six episodes, you know, like a mid-season run to yeah. start. Then season two, they just start with a bang and just deal with, like, how does a politician deal with gay marriage? Yeah. And, like, someone's calling for her to resign because she supports gay marriage. And yeah. it's, like, that's a weird time of, like, this is before. And she, we have to talk about the states that are legal. Yeah. Which is just horrifying. Um, the, the opening of that one we watched, though, is, like, it's just so funny. Like... I don't know if you're just looking for just like a fun, funny show. Like I really, I would recommend it. I think it's really well done, but the characters are incredible. Very like office. COVID. Yeah. It's got office vibes, but the humor's a little bit different. Like and it's, it's definitely unique, but like if that's your jumping off point, like I'm pretty sure the producers are the same producers yeah, from the office. Right. And, or Brooklyn nine, nine, one of the two. Yeah. I can see that. That, that was another funny show. On today's episode. Do you want to do, do it? 
On today's episode, we have our IMC 999 and Sicario, and we are trying what I produced this segment is the Rotten Tomatoes, which it had it had some kinks, guys. I'm not going to lie. It was um, it wasn't as easy um, a layout as I thought it was going to be. So Jack and I had to fudge it a little bit, but we'll get to that when we get to that segment. So. Oh, I'm just going to do this. Okay. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Jack one. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to take the ball. Okay. I'm going to go first. Okay, great. <clears throat> All right. My movie is 2015's Sicario. Don't think they say it in the movie, but uh, 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. My brain just like had a quick little, little, little malfunction. That's okay. I didn't know. I, I never write this in order of how I read it. I know. So I'm like, what do I say? Where's the word? Sicario, uh, two hour, one minute <laughs> runtime written by Taylor Sheridan. Oh, nice. And directed by Canadian Denis Villeneuve. Oh, I love him. Uh, tagline, the border is just another line to cross. <gasps> Unbelievable. Unbelievable tagline. That One is... of the best taglines. Oh, my God. That is so good. Uh, so wow. this is about a perfectionist FBI agent who is enlisted to help a government task force in the evolving war against drugs between the borders of the United States and Mexico. Oh, so there are many lines crossed. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Emily Blunt, Benicio del Toro, Josh Brolin, Victor Garber, John Bernthal. Oh, my buddy. On this one, uh, Daniel oh. Kaluuya and Maximiliano Maximiliano. Hernandez. I feel like I still said that wrong. But he was in um he was at the MCU as one of the agents that was working for Hydra. Okay. And I was like, God, he looks so familiar. And then I look it up and it's like eight MCU credits. And I was oh. like, Oh yeah, that there guy. There you go. Uh production. So in December of twenty thirteen, Villeneuve and Sheridan were announced. This was the first installment of Sheridan's neo-Western trilogy exploring crime in modern-day America. He's a really... F- sorry, I sorry, I didn't mean to, but he is just no, a really fascinating man, right? Like, whatever you want to say about all the Yellowstone stuff that's going on. But if you start looking at the stuff he has done in Hollywood, he's pretty impressive. Like, his writing, his... Yeah, like, he directs. Like, he's he's pretty impressive guy. I just wanted to look up what that... Uh, trilogy would be well there's another Sicario isn't there isn't there two there is I just want to know if it's like if that is one of them right Um. so by this the logic would technically be so this is this is the first one then Hell or High Water oh, that's what I was gonna say, yeah. and Wind River oh. like all of those are like 10 out of 10 movies for me okay maybe 9 out of 10 like don't be crazy but still those are all like really well done movies and then we still have sicario uh day of the soldado which after watching this there's there's no way i'm not gonna watch the second one right yeah and uh i didn't know this he also wrote uh tom clancy's without remorse starring michael b jordan michael b jordan that was a good one we watched that like the day it came out i remember because 2021 right um so yeah, I just thought that was interesting because pretty much everything you've we've seen from Taylor Sheridan is like, ah, I'm a cowboy, we're on a range. Yeah, totally. But like this Hell or High Water I think is a little closer to what he's used to, but this was like definitely outside of his like writing comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um so the principal photography began on June thirtieth, twenty fourteen, uh just two months after Emily Blunt and Benicio del Toro joined the cast. Nice. 
Um, editing. Uh, so it's kind of hard to not give some stuff. I'm going to try my best to not give characters away. Mm-hmm. So John Barenthal meets Emily Blunt at a bar and they do this cool thing where they're they're dancing at the bar and he like picks her up mm-hmm. a, as they're dancing but then it immediately just cuts to their back at whoever's place okay and nice. he's picking her up oh cool or like and it's just like a seamless right seamless cut i like that um so josh brolin is definitely not a i wouldn't call him an anti maybe anti-hero is the right word mm-hmm. or like there's nothing he's doing the right thing but it's the means of how he's doing it right so he needs so emily blunt and daniel kaluuya are partners for and uh with the fbi and they're going to do a task mm-hmm. we're just going to keep that vague yeah, yeah they're going to do a task but they need them to to come because i think he's cia and the cia can't um doesn't have jurisdiction outside of U.S. borders without the accompaniment of of the FBI. Right, right. So he's explaining this, and they cut to so Josh Bolin saying saying all this stuff like basically I'm I only have you here so I can do my job and like get this done. And he's telling them like stay in the back, don't get shot, like just stay out of our way. So he's saying this, and they cut to Kaluuya, and he's mouthing the words that he's saying because oh. he like knew. Like, he caught on a lot faster than Emily Blunt to what was happening. Right, right. So that was a really cool shot. Uh, Sound, there's just, like, just the music. It's so tense. So they're driving, pretty early on, they're driving through Juarez, Mexico, and they see, like, they're escorted by the police, and they see, I think it's four decapitated men hanging Mm -hmm. from a bridge, which Mm -hmm. I hate when that happens. I hate it. Um, but it's this like five minute scene and you're just like, is, is something is something going to happen? Because they tell them like the most likely thing that's going to happen is when you're coming back across the border to the U.S. is where they would strike. Right. So this whole drive, you're like, yeah, but like they just told us that that means something else. So you're just on edge and the music just keeps you on that edge. Right. Uh, lighting and color. So at one point, Emily Blunt is getting like fully choked out by a character and you could just see her looking into the light mm-hmm. and it like flashes into her eyes and then another character appears to to help out the situation nice cinematography it was a name i recognized i forgot to write it down but it was like roger deakins or something it, okay it looks familiar um so when we meet josh brolin's character they're like kind of trying to recruit emily blunt to be part of this because the opening scene is insane they go to this house um they raid a house and once they deal with whoever's in there they find i think it was 42 bodies stuffed into the walls wow so and then there's another explosion um, so they're recruiting her because they think she could do a good job and she's kind of wasting her time in Arizona as opposed to going across the border. Yeah. Um, and they're talking to her and they send her back out because they want to keep discussing if they want to bring her on. She looks over at Josh Brolin because he's kind of challenging her and is like, oh, are you married? But it's not like a... Creepy? It, no, it wasn't like a flirtatious way. It was like a, is anyone going to care if you die? Right. Is how I took it. <laughs> right, right. And then... Probably probably and then he she looks down and he's wearing flip-flops and you can kind of take that as like the is this guy serious like like we're the fbi cia whatever like a government agency and this guy's in flip-flops right um uh, so so they're also torturing a guy at one point and instead of so you could they're in the room you can hear everything that's going on 
but they just have a shot of a drain that's in that room probably like drained blood or water yeah. but you just see the drain and you could just hear they're like no stop it's not explosions that's punches oh okay got it um and then when they go on this like maybe not probably like the penultimate mission they all have to wear night vision goggles so they use night vision on the cameras to show and give oh. you the point of view so like it almost looks like it, it kind of looked like they had like gopros strapped to their head but i don't know how they would do that in With, night vision yeah yeah but like you could see like if some like you are in the point of view of a person like it's like call of duty right right and you're like looking around and it's like it was really cool yeah um acting emily blunt's incredible she's the alpha fish out of water where she's trying to challenge and question everything and try to be in charge but she doesn't really know how to deal with the situation like a lot of it at one point so they stop uh someone from making cash deposits for one of the drug lords and she's like okay we'll go in and we'll talk to the bank manager and we'll get like a prosecution going and josh brolin's like you can't go in there because you're gonna blow this oh okay like it's something basically yeah. just has to be handled outside of the law right which well, is great for a government agent to say <laughs> right uh josh brolin as the the hard ass that's willing to cross lines and it's the ultimate ends justify the means mm -hmm. and i it's such a compelling like josh brolin is one of the most like fascinating actors out there because it's it's weird to think like he was the older brother in the goonies right because almost every role he's in now is like fairly serious yeah yeah for sure even in like deadpool like he's still a serious character yeah amongst all of the comedy right <laughs> and i didn't pause to be that it's not no, funny no, just yeah. like i was gonna say hilarity but yeah that didn't feel like a word um benicio del toro is just this like unknown so bad, a little like again we bring up anton sugar anytime we can he's just this like mysterious character that you don't really know anything about besides like he's just here to help yeah and then you get towards the end and it's like okay then they reveal who he is which i thought was a great touch of like we don't need to know who he is until the it's, exact moment it's necessary yeah and then Daniel Kaluuya, who, again, like for this, as big of an actor as he is now, like he's in a pretty small role, but he's like trying to be the angel on her shoulder. Like, we can't do this. We can't help them. Once he finds out the that they're just using them to perform these illegal actions, he's like, no, like we have to leave. He doesn't say it like that, but he's like, yeah. why are we doing this? What's right. the point of this? But she, Emily Blunt starts to see the vision of ends justifying the means. Right. Um, writing best lines so the title card was uh, Sicario comes from Zealots of Jerusalem uh, killers who hunted the Romans who invaded their homeland but in Mexico Sicario is a hitman mm. mm -hmm. uh, best lines so again there is uh, a character in the movie that um, you just you find out they're, they're working for the cartel <sighs> It's John Barenthal, isn't it? <laughs> Why? Um, okay. And so Josh Brolin and Emily Blunt are talking about it, and she's like, you guys used me as bait. Mm. And he said, no, you used yourself as bait mm. because she didn't know who she had to talk to or what right. was going to happen. But yeah. they were there once stuff went down. Yeah. You're being very good at being ambiguous. Thank you. Uh, pretty much all of these other lines are Benicio Del Toro and these might be all of his lines in the movie right um, 
he says to a character time to meet god which you could probably guess what he does after that line yep um i think he says almost all of these also to emily blunt besides the time to meet god um he says you're asking you're asking me how a watch works for now we'll keep an eye on the time Mm. Mm mm-hmm um nothing will make sense to you americans um and you will doubt everything that we do but in the end you will understand wow um and then the last line of the entire movie which i won't say who says it to who we'll keep that ambiguous as well um you should move to a town where the rule of law exists you will not survive here you are not a wolf and this is the land of the wolves now Mm. yes um likes again just how tense like mm-hmm. it isn't i wouldn't say it's like a super amount of action but just the way they build the tension and scenes um every character's motivation you understand like there's not like the uh i mean i'm sorry like the drug dealers maybe yeah. you're not cheering for them but everyone else you're kind of like it's a it's a balance and that was one of the other things the balance between the three of them between brolin blunt and del toro like it's just there's no there's just always teetering that line Mm -hmm. what's right what's wrong is what we're doing right for what it's going to mean to the world totally yeah uh dislikes this isn't just against this movie this is any movie she goes to a bar and it's like can i get two beers any bartender would be like what What? kind yeah do you want a bottle do you want draft like there's i just just throw in give me two i guess maybe then it's a yeah it's a product thing right because then they have to like either pay what you could just say whatever's on tap give that to me or something like i'll take i'll take the house yeah like something like whatever's the cheapest like say something like that that's kind of that's kind of cool anyways right or what's the most expensive um this also I feel like we have to figure out a better name for it, but it's a classic up-down movie where you have to turn up the volume to hear mm-hmm. everyone talk, and then the action starts, and you're like, "Okay, my eardrums are about to explode Why from are they the gunfire." Now, I don't know if it's just like now because I don't remember it ever being like that. You could just comfortably have it at one volume, especially this where like Benicio del Toro, like if anyone's watching this when he talks you have to have the volume at like 30 right when josh brolin you could probably get away with like 20 and then the gunfire will start and unless you're just cool cool with it you got to turn it down right yeah um questions uh where does this rank so if you if, i'm assuming you've I've seen, seen it that? but what was the year again 2015 yeah so it's like 10 years ago it's a long time for me for this little old brain of mine uh where does this rank among denny villeneuve and i'll give some yeah so he did prisoners yep arrival yep dune part one right he did this did blade runner 2049 and all of these movies were almost in order there's another one i put on my list to watch called enemy it's another one with jake gyllenhaal came out um in between are just after prisoners because okay. i've always i've seen this idea of like who has the best like four movie run as a director actor i put it on the list to do sometime oh, in the future yeah and this would be up there like if enemy's good then it'll still count but if you just skip enemy because we haven't seen it you go from prisoners to arrival to sicario to dune right or blade runner yeah, i think blade yeah. runner was first so blade runner like for a director that doesn't have the credits of Tarantino or that group. Yeah. Like it is really impressive. It's very impressive. I don't even know. Like, and they're different too. Like arrival was like 
to me, it was just such a well done movie. And um, I loved the like the messaging of like communication and stuff like it had this like kind of deeper meaning. Dune was just visually cool. Um, excited to see Dune 2, which is coming up soon. Um, Prisoners was like creepy, scary, intense. Yeah, that's hard. I don't know. Sicario was just like, from what I remember, it was just like really well done. And yeah, I don't know. It's a good, it's a good one. Uh, so overall, if you're looking for a dark, intense look into the war on drugs with intense, gritty characters, incredible action, and wonderful c- cinematography, you're not going to get a lot of substance. Yeah. It is pretty baseline, but this movie doesn't really need to go that deep. Then yeah. this is for you. Nice. Um, can I ask you a question? Because you said Benicio Del Toro, and then you said Anton Sh- Sugar. That's not... That's, you know, that's um, not- Javier Bardem. Oh, okay. I, I thought- just meant, like, the same energy. energy. Okay, okay. I was like, you know that's Javier, right? <laughs> like, I was like, um, just in case, just in case. Um, my turn. I watched Triple Nine. It is from 2016. It has a one hour, 55 runtime. It is 6.3 on IMDb. That rhymes. Director, John Hillcote. Writer, Matt Cook. It looked like I was going to write something else, so I hope there was just one writer. That's fine. Tagline, the code on the street is never black and white. Like, I like it, but uh, yours is so good that mine... Pales in comparison. It is such a good... Whoever made that tagline is excellent. Cast is Woody Harrelson, Casey Affleck, Anthony Mackie, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Aaron Paul, Kate Winslet, Norman... Rockwell. Why did I just put Norman? That's weird. Um, Gal Gadot. Oh, Norman Reedus. Sorry. I just put Norman and then I put Norman Reedus there. Uh, Teresa Palmer and Michael Kenneth Williams, R.I.P. Um, I actually screenshot the plot, which I never, ever do this. But I just thought this, they just, it's not, it's not a hard movie to follow. But I just thought this was well said. So it's based in Atlanta. There's a crew of corrupt um, cops, and then there's criminals, and they're a team. Actually, I guess I'm just paraphrasing anyway. Um, they're blackmailed by the Russian mob to rob a bank in broad daylight. So that's how it opens for us, um, which I found um, it's it's good when you start out like that with a kind of a bang because for me, the first thing I thought was their intention is not they don't kill anybody. They don't want to kill anybody. And that sticks with me. Like, I'm like, okay, so they're not terrible people. Like, they're just, they're just, they have a goal. Everybody has to have goals. Um, but they're not trying to, like, murder people. So I was like, okay, so they're not, like, the worst guys in the world. Um, so Chiwetel Ejiofor is, uh, he's an ex-special forces. And he's, like, the leader. And then they the mob is not happy with the job and they say they take his family and they force him to do another job. So they can't figure out how to do it because it is a government. It's um, it's in a government building. So they're, they can't figure out how to do it. Everyone will be on them in seconds, but they figure if they do, if they manufacture a triple nine, which means an officer is down, then they know everyone will go to that spot of where this triple nine happened. So 
they decide it's going to be the new rookie partner played by Casey Affleck and they decide that's who it's going to be. And I don't know if I want to say anything else on here. Just as pressure starts mounting, crew, yeah, so maybe we turn on each other. I don't know, you know, when there's stuff involved. Um, production, it cost, budget was $20 million. I actually thought that was really good. I thought it was really low for, like, an action, like, movie and that cast. Like, I was like, that's actually pretty low. Um, box office was 25 They got $25 million. Um so this I found interesting. It's just a little trivia. But every year since 2005, they publish, um, it's called a blacklist, and they publish the most liked screenplays that haven't been produced yet every single year. And I think it's in December, I think I read. Don't quote me on that. So in 2010, this movie came up, and it was on this blacklist of just like it hasn't, no one's producing it so then it got picked up and I just thought that's a cool way of like hey don't forget about this movie it's still kind of like it's just keeping it kind of in everyone's ears sort of thing right um now I want to see the blacklist but I can't because I'm not a producer so it was filmed um in Atlanta from May to August in 2014 and the editing I put great um and his name was Dylan Treach. Trechner, Trechner. And I looked him up and he has got some really heavy hitter movies. And I was like, this guy is really good at editing. You know, action is, it requires a certain kind of finesse of just keeping it engaged and keeping it moving fast and making us feel like we're part of it. And he does a really, really good job. I was very impressed with the, with the editing. Um, uh, action the only or sound sorry so it's action so a lot of boom 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 bang bang guns um but there is someone who almost gets shot and then we have that ringing and so someone's talking to him and it's we're hearing what he would hear and I like when they do that because then it just makes you feel like you're kind of part of the movie but like you can see someone's lips moving and you can kind of hear it but it sounds like Charlie Brown's like teacher almost and he's just like well like I can't hear you so that was cool um cinematography so there's great camera work it's um like in a bar this the way this there's a scene where they're in a bar talking but the way it's shot is pretty cool like it's not just like it's not dead on it's going up up and through this like window thing I don't know I just thought it was cool like I was like that's just an interesting way instead of like two people sitting at a bar and we're just like looking dead on at them um and one was kind of sitting up higher so I just I liked the levels or something I was kind of like it just stood out to me so I liked that acting great performances um I I put great performances don't make a great film but um because the acting is good I can't pinpoint well I can't pinpoint what I didn't like I'll say it after though uh the writing um so I only wrote down one one line because it was Woody Harrelson's and you know how much I love him but the bank manager is upset because uh 
Woody Harrelson's um, a cop and he comes in and the bank manager's all mad and he's like they have pictures of my family and you know they're gonna come to my like they know where I live and they have pictures of all my family and Woody's like be smart be careful what you put on the Insta Google tweet face (laughs) I just thought it was really funny his delivery is really funny and it's not a funny movie but I just thought that part was funny um liked I loved Kate Winslet in this role because she's only in a few scenes but she plays in she's in the mob I was I was gonna say something but she's in the mob and she's so kick-ass like even her accent's really good it's just fun to see her like I feel like the more I see her it's not that I've it's not that I've ever disliked her but I think the more I see her in these like different roles I'm just more and more impressed by her like Mayor of Easttown and then like seeing her in something like this you're playing like a mob person and you're smoking and you've got an air about you and she plays it really well like I was scared of her yeah it's it's confidence of like you you can't touch me no it's like um this is how it's gonna be I don't like I don't understand why you're what I say goes yeah why are you still standing here even like go um yeah so she was uh the rest of the cast is great i love this cast is phenomenal um my dislike my only dislike but it is pretty major to the story but is that there were for me a lot of holes in the story i didn't understand how the criminals and the dirty cops were a group like they never really addressed that so if that doesn't bother you then it's fine but i was just like i need to know a bit of backstory of just like how are these guys all connected? Well, I feel like there is definitely one direct yes, connection. There is one, which you find out much later in the movie, which is fine, but it still wasn't quite like enough. Like, I feel like when you root for bad guys, you like to root for a bad guy, you have to give me something. And really there wasn't any motivation. Like I didn't understand. I understood Chiwetel Ejiofor's motivation they had his family so I understood his but then the other guys I was like why are they just like jumping on like like if if you're ride or die because you've been friends since you were 15 of course you're gonna help your friend but I didn't know that information I didn't know like why would I help this person but like I need I just needed a little more I just like even it didn't have to add a half an hour to the movie just give me like a five minute a two minute something where this is how they all became pre- how why are the cops bad like I just because cops are just some are bad some are bad and yeah. just the greed blackmail and riding with the brotherhood yeah is what I can is just what I took from it I never it's, it's an interesting perspective because it's something that didn't it didn't even face you didn't phase me because i didn't think about you like yeah oh, it like, didn't bother how, how did this happen it was kind of like no it's just happening like i feel like if they brought us in as it started like clearly the way they tell the story is like this has been happening for years like they've been doing this for a long 100%, time 100 percent. i couldn't agree with you more and that part of it but then that was just robbing the bank and they you know that was all planned and great whatever but now you're going on to another job like I'm gonna need just like a tiny background like a little a little scene that's like you know give me something of how just something how it all happened like why are you guys like going why are you guys putting your asses on the line for this guy like Mm. I just I for I guess it's just a my own thing right but that's fine so some trivia uh Shia LaBeouf what and um 
was and Charlie Hunnam were supposed to be Casey Affleck's role. I was gonna say Shia could have played the like Aaron Paul. He yeah. would have been good at that. Yeah, I could see that. Um I liked Casey Affleck though. I have to say, like, there's not a lot of redeeming character like there's not a lot of characters you're rooting for. He he is he the is one. He is the one. Like the the only one that you're like, I hope nothing happens to him because he is the only decent oh and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, but like Woody Harrelson isn't really like not that he's not part of the story, but like he's only in a few scenes. Yeah, like he's, he's not, not like super involved. Yeah, no. Like Casey Affleck is the most involved that you're like, okay, this guy like yeah, this guy deserves to be okay. So now what they did without giving too much away is they they did bond somebody with Casey Affleck, which started to change the narrative a little bit, and that's what I'm saying. I need that because then I was like it's got that humanity piece of like this other characters like, well now I don't know if I want to kill him. <laughs> like, because I now I kind of like him and you know, so that's, they, it's to me, it's easy to do just like give me a little bit of humanity and then I'm, then I can root for even the bad guys. If you know, if I like them. Um, so I'm like, I, th- my overall is just, if you don't mind a few fill in the blanks and you're fine with like a action bro testosterone movie which i'm down for um action where you really aren't cheering for anyone but it will keep you very entertained then this movie is for you nice yeah all right let's get into our highest lowest rotten tomato score for actors and actresses (laughs) that is a good one yeah well try to come up with a better name i know so the concept of this, I think we've mentioned it before, but I looked up Emma Stone once on Rotten Tomatoes, and right as soon as you look them up, it gives you their highest movie and their lowest movie. So we were like, well, I was like, that's pretty cool. We'll just pick some people, and then we'll guess, and we'll make it a competition, obviously, because Jack and I love doing that. However, once you start looking, sometimes you've never heard of these movies that are the lowest, because there's a reason why you've never heard of them. Yeah, anything that's under, like, 10% is pretty... Like, you you probably haven't heard of it. So, we kind of are fudging it a little of just, like, what's a lower, like, a low movie that they have that you would probably know. So, you get to guess, and if you guess it right, you get five points, and if you need we each have done uh, multiple choice then you get three points if you guess it right from the multiple choice are you keeping track of score because i don't have a lot of room yeah to... you don't you're really jam-packed there yeah i'll keep score yes do you want to go first or me um you go first okay my first person is rachel mcadams Okay, I because I, I was thinking we just go back and forth and we just do one person's highest and lowest. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Uh, Rachel McAdams, one of the more one of the quieter careers, definitely a very Canadian path. Yeah. Um, I don't think Mean Mean Girls is like cult classic, but I don't think it's high enough. I'm gonna go The Notebook. Mm. Nope, not on my list. Nope. Uh, that was for the highest? Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want then the multiple choice? Yes, please. Okay. So I have Spotlight, Doctor oh. Strange, and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I feel like I remember that getting a high score. Um, let's go Spotlight. No, but so close. 
So Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, 99%. And Spotlight was 97. So now her lowest. Uh, I can't think of like many bad movies she's in just because I can't really think of many movies that she's in. Right. Period. Yeah, I know. It is tough. Eh? Um, I don't know. Maybe critics are haters. Let's say Mean Girls. I don't know. So I'm going to give you The Time Traveler's Wife, The Vow, and Aloha. Aloha was pretty bad. Let's go Aloha. Yes. <laughs> so you get three points. Nice. All right. I didn't put any of the scores, so. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I trust you. Um. All right. Our first person is going to be Brie Larson. Ooh, fun. Um. I mean, Room is the first thing I think of. Um. I love Short Term Twelve, though. Man, that was a good movie. I can't think of any bad movies she's been in. I'm sure there's some. Okay, so I'm going to guess for her highest, I'm going to go with Room. All right, that is incorrect. I will give you the multiple choice. I realize I put four for this one, but I put Room twice. Oh, okay. Uh, so we've got Room, The Spectacular Now, and Short Term 12. Ugh. I want it to be Short Term 12. I maybe have somebody who had... I just because I want it to be, I'm gonna say short term twelve. And you would be correct. Yay! So I get three points. Three points. Short term twelve. Ninety eight percent. Okay. Ninety seven. Somewhere in that range. And her lowest. I mean, I'm gonna go the Marvels. Uh, it is not the Marvels. It is on the multiple choice. But we've got the Gambler, Fast X, the Marvels, and Kong Skull Island. Okay, sorry. What was the first one then? The Gambler. The Gambler. The one they redid with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Gambler, Fast X, The Marvels, and Kong Skull Island. For some reason, I don't feel like it's going to be Kong, but I could be wrong. But I'm going to go with um, Fast X. Uh, so it's actually The Gambler. Oh. The Gambler, which we we watched together. We watched it? Yeah. She's like... Because it's a remake of Jan- James Con movie. It's the one with um, Mark Wal. Um, Mark Wahlberg's like a professor, but then also a gambler. Okay, yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, um, I'm gonna flip flop between my male and female. Yeah, I go back back and forth. Excellent. So my first male I have on here is John David Washington. Uh, I'm just going to shoot from the hip and say Tenet. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most, like, (laughs) condescending. Mm, No. Sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I know you didn't, which made it a lot funnier. (laughs) Okay, sorry. But Tenet is on the multiple choice. Okay. Okay. We have The Creator, Black Klansman, and Tenet. Black Klansman. Yes. One, two. Three. Okay. And the worst movie. Um it's not like he's been in a lot. No, he hasn't. But you know this movie, so Um Let me think John David Washington. Those are the three movies I could just Off the top. Um 
I could give you a little hint. We really wanted to see this movie. And oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it was really bad. Okay. I feel like I should get three because you gave me the hint. Oh, okay. But Amsterdam. Yeah. And it lived up to The 32% it got. 32 feels high. So Tenant got 69%. Wow. Yeah. That and Black Klansman was 96. So that's why I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be an asshole. Uh, all right, our next next person, our next gentleman we have, gentleman is Glenn Powell. Yes, Glenn. Oh, it's got to be Top Gun for sure. Is the highest Top Gun Maverick the highest? I really thought Hidden Figures would get you. Oh, I, okay. I was gonna get to this Hidden Figures Top Gun set it up and everybody wants them. Oh, okay, and the lowest, the lowest. I can't really think of anything. He's like, for me, he's pretty new on the scene. Um, trying to think of something that he's been in besides the ones that I like really know him in. Anyone but you was on the higher, right? You said that was on the, what you just said, right? Or no? No. Uh, okay, well, figures. I'm going to say anyone but you, cause there are haters out there. <laughs> Uh, on the list, but not so. Okay. Anyone but you, Sex Ed, The Expendables 3, and Devotion. Oh, Devotion was a good movie. Was that the one with the bad sound? It was. Um, Sex Education. Uh, so it is The Expendables 3. Oh, yeah. Do you're giving me four choices. I am. Right. Okay. I forget sometimes. Um, okay. My na- Oh, sorry. I didn't get any points then. Uh, no, you got five. Top Gun Maverick. Oh, right. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. We are... You are winning by one. Uh, Viola Davis. She's been in some good movies. She really has. Underrated. Underrated actress. Yeah. Um, again, Shoot from the Hip, just air, because that was just so fun. This is a good, it's a good choice. She was, it's in the multiple choice. So Air, The Woman King, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, that's hard. I, I feel like it's got to be Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It is, yeah. Ma Rainey was 97 and Woman King was 94. That's and pretty. Air is 93. Okay, that's respectable. Yeah. Now. Lois. Low. Again, shoot from the hip. Let's go Widows. Cause oh, that's a good I choice. I don't remember that one. I um, I'd never saw it. So we have E Pray Love, Suicide Squad from 2016. Oh, that one was bad. Law Abiding Citizen. <laughs> Is Law Abiding Citizen um, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx? No, I thought it was Clive Owen, but I could be wrong. Um, let's Suicide Squad. Even yeah. if I'm wrong, I don't care. Yeah, you're right. That movie right. was one of the worst things ever. It's also the movie that I sat in like the front three rows, so my neck hurt, and I hated the movie. Right. It's um, won't say it yet. I have to wait because somebody. Anyways, go. All right. Uh, our next competitor is Emily Blunt. Oh, I love her so much. Um. Okay, we got Oppenheimer. Devil Wars Prada, um, Mary Poppins. Hmm. I think I'll go Oppenheimer just because it's like everybody loves it so much. Uh, Oppenheimer on the multiple choice. Oppenheimer, Looper, Sicario, and A Quiet Place. Wow. So it's not Oppenheimer. So it's A Quiet Place, Sicario, or 
Looper? Looper. Okay, I don't think it's Looper. Um, I guess I'll go Quiet Place. Quiet Place, number one. Wow. One, two, three. What was... Oh, I guess... Yeah, you didn't write the score. I was just curious. Um, what? How many you have? No, uh, what uh, What the... Uh, I think it was in the 90s. Wow. I'm just surprised it's more than Oppenheimer, that's all. Because everybody seems to really have a thing for that movie. Um... Okay, worst movie she's been in. I don't know, Day After Tomorrow? Even though I liked the movie, but... I didn't even know if she was in that, to be honest. No, not Day After Tomorrow, then. Edge of Tomorrow, sorry. Oh, no, that was actually pretty high on the list. Oh, okay. Um, I, re- I really liked the movie, but I can't think of... Uh, so we've got Gulliver's Travels, Mary Poppins, Sherlock Gnomes, and The Huntsman, Winter's War. Wow. It better not be Mary Poppins where I'm walking off the stage. There's no stage, but I will, I will protest. I'm going to go Gulliver's Travel. Uh, so it is the Huntsman Winter's mm-hmm. War. Okay. Well, there we go. Next one, you're a man crush for you. Michael B. Jordan. Miles Teller. That was the other one. Glenn Powell there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miles Teller. So, you should know his Top Gun Maverick. Yes. What were the other ones? One, like, two, what else three, did you? Four, five. Um, Spectacular Now and Whiplash. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good trio. Yeah, it is. Lowest. Uh, the, I, I hope you wrote Fan Four Stick. Fan <laughs> Four Stick Four. Yes. Is it Fantastic Four? Yeah. Four or five. Yes, it is. Uh, it got nine percent. Yeah, it, I have to. I want to rewatch those before the new one comes out to just like appreciate the old ones for Chris Evans and Jessica Alba, and then go like, ah, they really tried to force Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, and I can't think of her, Rooney Mara or Kate oh, okay. Mara, one of the two. One of the Mara sisters. Fan fan four for four stick four. Um, the awkward moment was on my list for the worst. I twenty two percent and yeah. Project X. He's like. He plays a weird, he plays a Matthew McConaughey dazed and confused character where oh, okay. he's in college. He plays himself, who's famous, but is in college and goes to this party and is like, "Yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of high school girls." I think he used a different word besides girls, but okay, and yeah. is like excited to go to a party with a bunch of high school girls. Nice, okay. So maybe his performance deserved that. Um, our next competitor is Gary Oldman. Ooh, good one. Um, I might. I want to say the one where his face—it's not Napoleon. It's just like an—it's just like his name, right? Um, he plays a president. No, he's in like British something. I know what you're thinking of. Yeah, but it's not. That. Okay, well, I'm just gonna say that one then. Okay, the Darkest Hour when he plays Winston sure. Churchill. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um. So we've got the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Fuck. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Ooh, people like that. So that's the last movie of the franchise. Okay. True Romance and Oppenheimer. He plays the president in that. Wow. Those are really hard. Okay, so you have... Everybody loves Harry Potter. And then Dark Knight, I think. I think I have to go Dark Knight. Harry Potter. 
Wow. The Deathly Hollows part two. Oh, I was about to give myself points. <laughs> I was going to say, up until that point, you've gotten every like highest right. Oh, how come I only have 11 points then? That's weird. Three, six, nine. Um, you might have nine. Oh, okay. I have 11 on Oh, no, because you got Top Gun Maverick. Oh, okay, okay. So six plus the five. There we go. That's 11. Math. We're mathing over here. Math wizards. Um, lowest. Lowest. I can't think of anything bad that man has done. But then you got to think sometimes the movie is not good. So, yeah, I'm going to need multiple choice. I can't think of one movie that is bad. All right. We've got RoboCop. Okay. Hannibal. The Laundromat and Air Force One. Again, I think this is one of the ones like you have to whatever is the one that people actually know. Yeah, that's yeah, the lowest. yeah, yeah. I think I'll go Air Force One. Uh, so it is Hannibal. Hannibal. Two thousand one. Nice. My next one, and you're probably gonna be mad at me with this because I'm sure you don't know a lot, but we'll work through it. Okay. Is Kira Knightley? Um. I was gonna say Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um. Oh, I'm not thinking. No, yeah, Kira Knightley, and Star Wars. Ah, but she's in like the prequel Star Wars. Uh, does Pirates of the Caribbean count? Pirates of the Caribbean is one of her worst, so I will give that to you. Okay. Um. So Pirates of the Caribbean, like Dead Man, blah blah blah. Dead Man Walking or something. Yeah. So I'll give you that one. Um, yeah. So now you have her best. I'm going to need multiple choice. Okay. So we have Pride and Prejudice, Bend It Like Beckham, and The Imitation Game. Um, Pride and Prejudice. Mm, no, it was The Imitation Game. Mm. But um, that was 90, and then Pride and Prejudice was 87. So it was close. Um, yeah. Um, all right, my next one is Lily James. Oh boy, Lily James, I really like, but the only one I know is Drive. No, Baby Driver. I always mix that up. Baby Driver. I think she's in a movie called Rebecca. Okay, uh, I'll just say Baby Driver for. And Baby Driver is correct. Nice. I think there is something above it, but I didn't know what it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Baby Driver is like high 90s. Nice. Deserves. There's also The Iron Claw, Cinderella, and The Darkest Hour. Oh, okay. Hmm. Nice. Okay, worst. Yeah, I'm going to need multiple choice. I wouldn't know. Uh, we've got Yesterday, Pride and Prejudice, and Zombies. Nice. Uh, burnt and Rare Beasts. I think I'm going to go Pride and Prejudice and Zombies just because that's so cool. Yeah, it, it should be. It's I think just based a... on title, Burnt. Burnt was like <gasps> 28%, I think, oh or 22. Oh, my God. I didn't think it was that bad of a movie. I'm in, I've am i seen the clips on TikTok. I'm, I can, I'll watch it. Yeah, I should put that on your list, right? I could just watch it for fun. Funsies. Yeah, recreationally. Crazy. Um, My next one is Woody Harrelson. No Country for Old Men. Oh, it's so close. That was second. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm on a game show? I know, but I'm so I'm like so excited for you that you even got that. Just fire from the hip. 
Um, so No Country for Old Men, Edge of Seventeen, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing. Th- three billboards. It's not. It Edge is of Seventeen. Edge of Seventeen is ninety four percent. Yeah. I don't know if it was that good. Really, I it's, really. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, I think it's just different because Edge of Seventeen is a rewatchable for me, and Three bu- Billboards, I probably wouldn't watch it again. I liked it, but I wouldn't watch it again. Lowest. Um, Zombieland 2. Uh, no. Um, okay, we've got Venom, Semi Pro, and The Man from Toronto. Oh, it's got to be The Man from Toronto. <laughs> it is. <laughs> or how they say it Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> Second T is silent, guys. <laughs> um, all right, I've got Jason Statham. <gasps> Jason Statham. Okay, so he's in the Fast and Furious movies. He's in. He's very actiony. Oof, God. There's the one. Oh, he picks people up. He he's like a transporter or something. I'm gonna say. Like if I say a Fast and Furious, I'm not gonna know what number it is. You don't have to pick okay. a number. Okay, Fast and Furious. Uh, so that is one of the options. Okay. The option is Furious Seven. Okay. We've also got Snatch, Italian Job, and Spy. Spy. Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I know which one it is because maybe it comes up on my list. So I know the score of Spy, but is it the highest? Yeah, I'm going to go Spy. And that is correct. Nice. Three points for you. Three points. One, two, three. Okay. And then the lowest... Not many options. Jason Statham only does really good movies. <laughs> that sounded so sincere. Like, it has to be, like, the transpotter one or trans... You know which one I'm talking about? I do. It okay. is It is on the multiple choice. Okay, okay. So it's not right, but... Okay. Okay, well, I'm saying transpotter. Oh, okay, uh, so transporter three. Transporter. Uh, one of the lowest. Also, Parker with okay. jennifer lopez meg Same meg more. two oh boy and expend fordables oh my god i'm gonna have to go with the meg one uh it is the expend fordables wow okay. because i'm not calling it the expendables four because no. the four is in the middle of the word it's like ambulance <laughs> everyone was so irritated with us because we would not say it correctly i'm just reading what they put out there that's what they put my next one, which Jack and I send, sent our picks to the F-Dub to see if we made sure we didn't have any doubles. And this was our only match. And that was Helen Mirren. Yeah, which I didn't I didn't do any of the work until I knew, knew. I could do it. Yeah, because um, that's what I said. Are you going to be a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater? No, because even I was trying to like semi-cheat by just think about thinking about having Helen Mirren boobies. Yeah. And I hard. really couldn't. I know. I I was like, sorry, this one is hard. Yeah, but, I'm going to have to just go straight multiple choice. Okay, so we have the Duke, Barbie, and Eye in the Sky. Eye in the Sky. No, it's the Duke. Um, yeah. Lowest, I'll need multiple choice, too. Okay. Uh, Collateral Beauty, The Leisure Seeker, and Red 2. I kind of liked Red 2. I watched it, like, a while ago, but, um, 
Collateral Beauty just looked weird, so I'll I'll pick it. Yeah, you're right. One, three. Oh, three. One, two, three. Um, yeah. Collateral right. Beauty, 13%. I was like, ooh. All right, we got a fan favorite of yours. Yes. We've got Katherine Hahn. Oh, okay. So we have like the holiday. It's hard sometimes when you hear their names that I'm like, I know she's in so much and now it's like blank up there. And also like what is good yeah. that she's done. It's true. Because um, she's been in a lot, like more than people probably realize. But then it's like trying to figure it all out. Um, I know if I hear multiple choice, I'm going to be mad at myself for not thinking of certain movies. But I guess I'll just say the holiday because I can't right now. And she's in it for like five seconds. Uh, so our multiple choice are Into the Spider-Verse, Camp- Captain Fantastic, Glass Onion, and The Visit. Oh my god, The Visit, you guys. So scary. Um, the twist in it is so good. Um, debating between Glass Onion and spider I think it's got to be Spider-Verse, though. I feel like that one was pretty high. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's correct. Main villain. Plays Liv or Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Um, Okay. It's funny. It's like Wanda, but that's like TV. So we're doing movies. No, I'll just go multiple choice. Just. All right. We've got A Bad Mom's Christmas. (gasps) Don't hate on that. It's also, you're going to hate all of these. Oh, okay. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Shut your mouth. This is where I leave you. Oh, my God. And how do you know? Oh, how do you know I get? This is where I leave you is one of my all-time favorite movies, like, for rewatchable. I freaking think it's so good. That's so annoying if that wins. Um, Bad Moms Christmas, I can jump on board. Like, Bad Moms is really good. But Bad Moms Christmas is, like, um. Okay, so this is where I leave you. Bad Moms Christmas one more time how to lose a guy in 10 days but and how do you know okay i'm gonna say how do you know and it better be that that one. is correct oh i was about to drop hands man 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 you have 35 and i have 25 it's a big difference um i have next oh sorry we're done right that one yeah, yeah. um for you is ben affleck um goodwill hunting no hmm. i should have seen i don't might know. be it might be lower than let me just really quickly see and then so like one guess and then i have to do right yeah multiple choice multiple choice um so i have um the town days confused and argo argo Argo, fuck yourself. You are right. Thank you. Two, three, four, five points for you. All right. My lowest guess is um, the one he did with Anna Kendrick, where it's basically the second half of what they wanted Goodwill Hunting to be. But I can't think of what it's called. I think it's like The Accountant. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't have that on my list. But I have... Oh. Goodwill Hunting is right. Is the highest? Yeah. I'm sorry. You still get your five points, though. Okay. But Argo was 96 and Goodwill Hunting is 97. I don't know where. I guess it's kind of hard when, like, 
how involved someone is with the movie. I think for some reason with him, I was having a hard time because he's been directing too. Like you had to kind of weed through like directing, acting. Like he's got a lot of producing. Like he's got a lot of things. So like I was getting like going through his thing was like weeding through like, you know, swamp or something. I was like, uh, I just want some acting. Um, I have uh, Armageddon. Batman versus Superman and Pearl Harbor. Let's go Batman v Superman. No, it's Pearl Harbor, but close. But yeah, Pearl Harbor, which I was like, really? And Armageddon. I just wrote that because I was that was. I almost picked it for the comedic factor, but (laughs) just to see your reaction. If I just went like, oh, it's got to be Armageddon. (laughs) That would have been mean, but funny. All right. John Cena. John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. Um, train rack. Mm. Oh, that firefighter movie. <sighs> I can't remember what it's called. Um, I'm gonna go train rack because it's the only thing I can think of right now with him in it. Uh, train rack on the list along with Barbie, The Suicide Squad, and The Wall. John is seen. John Cena's in Barbie. Two seconds. Him and Dua Lipa are oh, mermaids. Okay. Okay, so Barbie and what was the other two? Sorry, the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. So they did a second one, like the like good a, one in twenty twenty one. Yes. Okay. And the Wall. <gasps> that movie still haunts me to this day. It's like my Roman Empire. I think about it at least once a week. It's the most ter- one of the most terrifying psychological thriller type movies I've ever seen. Well, gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um. Are you using your list? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. I'm going to go with The Wall. That's the Suicide Squad. Uh, I just was like, you know what? It's like too obvious. I was trying to be outside the box. And then Lois? It's going to be Trainwreck, isn't it, Jack? Trainwreck was on oh, the list he was for on, the right, right. Sorry, sorry. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Angry. Um... I don't. There's a firefighter movie that he's in, but I can't think of the name of it. I don't think it's the firefighter oh, okay. movie. I don't know that I'll need the multiple choice. All right, we've got Daddy's Home Two, okay. Argyle, Fast X, and Freelance with Allison Brie. I'm gonna go Argyle. It is Freelance. Mm. Freelance is low and may give you a free answer later. Oh, perfect. Uh, my next one is Tessa Thompson. Um, it's not, but I'm going to say Thor Ragnarok just for me. Yeah, no, it's not that, but it is part of the multiple choice. So Thor Ragnarok, which you know it's not that. So then it's either Creed or Selma. Ooh, um, Selma is probably the better movie. Yeah, Selma. Um, and then her... Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not it's not the worst one, but uh do you want the thing then? So uh Men in Black International. Yeah, I was thinking that. Furlough or for colored girls. Um Furlough. Yes. (laughs) You are right. Just legit random guess. So she was one of the ones we were talking before that she doesn't actually have a lot of bad movies on her list. Like it, she, it was like very few. Was like, Men in Black low? Yeah, twenty three percent. I just remember them the doing, international. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's, it's her and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. 
Um, I just don't. I remember them doing a lot of promotion for it during the NBA Finals one year, and it didn't work yeah, for me. Right. Like I didn't go, oh, I need to watch this. Oh, we'll see it. Okay. Uh, next one is Rosamund Pike. Ooh, she's so good. Okay, so Saltburn, Gone Girl, I Care a Lot. Um, and then she was in a whole bunch of like Pride and Prejudice and stuff. Like she was in some like Victorian ones that people really do like. I think I'm going to go Gone Girl, though. Gone Girl is the right answer. Yes. It was one of those. I think it was there was something above it, but we didn't. I didn't know what it was. Oh, OK. Because you basically you, you said Pride and Prejudice. You said I care a lot. The only one you didn't say was Beirut. Oh, OK. Which she was also in. Right. Like worse movies. She was also in Fracture. Remember her in Fracture with Ryan Gosling? She played like the lawyer girl. Remember Vaguely. With, yeah, I do remember Anthony the movie. Hopkins. Yeah she's really good she's such i feel like she's very underrated but i'm gonna need multiple choice because i only know the good stuff she does uh we've got die another day okay uh a long way down jack reacher and wrath of the titans the second one <laughs> it is yeah, yeah. A long way down a long way down that was a total guess all right i have idris elba Shoot from the hip. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Um, it's not. It's actually Thor Ragnarok. Thank you for telling me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was so weird. Why did I do that? What were the other ones? Um, the Harder They Fall. Don't know what that is. Yeah. So don't, you don't have to. No, I'm going to give you the points. It was my bad. I just want you to get this one so badly, though. The worst movie. I, um, you're going to get it if you just... What was the... It was like Beast or something? Beasts? As soon as I say it, you're going to know that this is the one. Um, Just think back to... Was he Was he in that one where um, Oscar Isaac and no. Olivia Wilde... Did we... So we saw this movie together? Uh, I have seen it. You know. And I put it as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really? With Idris? Yeah. Um I don't know. I gotta I gotta get multiple choice. Okay. Um it says no good deep. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to say something else. No good deal? I don't know what that is. Uh the gunman and cats. Didn't know he was in cats. He's pretty main character, yeah. Cats. You are correct. Alright, next we've got Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I love the movie he was in with Brian Cranston. The English remake. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, though. It's not that one. Okay. Um, Kevin Hart. Give me some. He plays... Yeah, I'm going to need multiple choice. All right, we've got Jumanji. Okay. This is the end. Central Intelligence and Top 5. With Chris Rock and Rosario Dawson, I think. I'm going to go with the third one. Uh, so it is top five. Central Intelligence is him and The Rock. Oh, okay. And they're like, or I think The Rock's a cop and he's not. Okay. He's just a civilian that becomes a cop. Right. All right. Lowest. There's a lot to pick from. <laughs> um, 
is he the one that goes to jail or he helps the, he helps will ferrell it that's on the list but not here oh okay then i need multiple choice all right we've got ride along two okay with ice cube yep uh soul plane the man from toronto and think like a man too wow those all sound like think like a man good movie think like a man too which they did t-o-o not very no grammar uh i'll say the man from toronto it is actually right along too wow yeah i should have gone the should have gone the sequel route um okay we have my last female for you is allison janney Wow, I thought we were going to have the same person, but my person has the same first name. Oh, Alison Brie. Yeah. Uh, Alison Janney, let's go I, Tanya. Oh, no. Well, now I'm nervous, though, that I like messed this all up because I don't know what I did here. Um, I have... Uh, so, Juno, Hairspray, and Spy. Spy. Spy's pretty high. Yeah, Spy's pretty high. Let's go with Spy. Okay, let me just make... I just want to double check. Yeah, Spy is higher. Um, Spy is right. One, two, three. And horror... Oh, sorry. I just want to say for the record that Finding Nemo is higher than Spy, but I was like... Animated. Not, it's hard to do all the animated. Animated is hard, so I was just like, I'm not going to count that one. So, um, now her worst. Um, honestly, can't think of any bad movies she's been in. Um, so I have Tammy, Girl on the Train, and Breaking News in Uba County. Um, let's go with Girl on the Train, because I saw Emily Blunt's is pretty low. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Breaking News in Uba County. That was really great cast. Not a good movie. All right, Allison Brie. Allison Brie. I don't know what happened. Like my brain just like malfunctions. Um, somebody I used to know. Uh, no, that's not in either of them. So your options are for the highest promising young woman, the post happiest season and the Kings of summer. Ooh, that's tough. My heart wants to go with promising young woman. The post and what was that third one uh happiest season happiest season i know is up there but i don't think it's the most i'm gonna go with the post oh no it is promising young woman god always go with your heart and the lowest somebody i used to know <laughs> um drinking buddy no what's the yeah i know what you're talking about it's not that one i watched it it wasn't that bad no i know but some people don't like it people apparently don't like this is where i leave you and how to lose a guy in 10 days so um i can't remember what it's called but it's like sleep sleeping with other people yeah sleeping with other people um oh what about that one it helps if i know the names her husband did with the airbnb I don't know. I need multiple choice. All right. We've got Get Hard, which was the Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. Okay. Um, get a job. Wow. Freelance. And how to be single. Well, freelance, because you just told me I would it would help me later. Freelance. freelance. One, two, three. Last ones. Last one. This is my last one for you. 
And then I have a last one for you. Yeah, you do. My last one is Paul Giamatti. Um, you know, my heart tells me it should be Big Fat Liar. But I'm going to go with the holdovers. You got it. One, two, three, four, five. What were the other? Uh, 12 Years a Slave and The Truman Show. He's in 12 Years a Slave? Wow. Okay. I need to rewatch that. Oh, whew, good one. Um, worst? Let's go with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> no. Um, I have Romeo and Juliet from 2013. I have Rock of Ages, and The Catcher Was a Spy. Um, let's go with Romeo and Juliet. You are correct. Because the two, second one wasn't that bad. 1, 2, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 62, Jack. 62 points. I'll take you it. You destroyed me. Good. Your last one Kay. is one Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I mean... It's hard when you have all of the Marvel. I can't even think of anything else he's been in besides the Marvel one. I know he's been in some like gun one. Okay, so Marvel, I'm gonna go with. Is he in Endgame? He must be in Endgame because everybody's there at the end <laughs> of the game. Um, no, I'm gonna go Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. So it is on the list, but it is going to need your multiple choice. We've got Zero Dark Thirty, Moneyball, and Her. Wow. Oh, my God. I think I have to go Her. Uh, so if you said Moneyball or Her, they're tied. So oh, okay. It's a two, two for one. Nice. You get it right. One, two, three. And the worst of Chris Pratt. I mean, I think i need i can't think of anything besides the marvel universe now that you say all those movies i didn't even think of him in that so we've got passengers okay oh yeah that was a jennifer lawrence one yeah jurassic world dominion jennifer's body and the tomorrow war i have to go passengers so this is the one i do remember passengers was 30 percent jurassic world dominion was 29 ah i didn't think it was that bad the jurassic one but the newer one like the first one was good and then they just got worse okay so i have 39 points and you got 62 so very big congratulations to you that was very impressive thank you very much yeah yeah, you, you got to get the five, right? You got to go for the five. Got to get a couple fives. You got to get a couple fives, you know. Then just trust your gut. That's right. Multiple choice. That's right. All right. Next week. Next we've week. We've got our IMC's next goal wins and fighting with my family. It's a little sports. A little sports. So we're doing a stream theater DVD sports, sports. movie edition. Sports edition. I like it. All right. Case, got anything else? Nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.